0: Hi and thanks for listening to LockPod. Today I'm joined by Dan Whitmer from the Jump Rope Dudes. They are the creators of the largest online fitness brand in the world dedicated exclusively to jump rope exercise and I'm absolutely over the moon to have Dan on the line today. Um, Now for people that don't know about you and Jump Rope Dudes could you please just introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about Jump Rope Dudes please? Yeah, so
1: my name is Dan Whitmer. Uh, My business partner, the other dude, his name is Brandon Epstein, and we run a jump rope fitness company called Jump Rope Dudes, which is basically a a media-focused fitness company, meaning we just make a lot of content on YouTube and other places on the internet that help people lose weight and just get more athletic, get more fit by way of jumping.
0: That's beautifully done, but you're underselling yourself. I, I mean, you guys are massively popular. I mean, you know, the number of people that you've helped uh, so far has just been off the scale, but we'll come to that in a minute. Tell me, what was the inspiration behind kind of starting Jump Rope Dudes?
1: Um, So the inspiration was basically, I. so about eight years ago, no, I guess almost like nine or ten years ago at this point, I was working in New York City, and I came from a background of playing um, American football so I was always like a really big guy um, I just I was never I would say like obese but I had a lot of excess weight um, from like I said playing football so once I got into the working world um, I was in New York City and I wanted to lose a bunch of weight and you know I, I wasn't hardcore about any particular type of fitness for me it was just more of like I want to lose some weight and feel good so that when I'm at my job and just going about my regular life I just feel better Um, so what I did was I started jumping rope in this park in New York City and ended up losing a bunch of weight in total I lost about 60 pounds uh, jumping rope and that was for me the kind of it kind of at while this was going on I was also in a transition with my job where i was like man i'm really interested in entrepreneurship and i just don't i just don't know what i would do and when i lost all the weight with jump rope that kind of lit a fire for me of thinking like oh this is uh this is a, a weight loss niche that i don't really see being talked about on the internet and i don't see many people like creating content around losing weight with jump ropes but i myself had had discovered like man the jump rope is like an incredible tool tool for losing weight and i wonder i wonder if other people feel the same way so that was about a year before i met brandon the other jump rope dude and then once i met him uh we kind of we started a podcast together just talking about health and mental fitness um and then we kind of you know he at the same time was losing a bunch of weight too And I introduced him to Jump Rope and then we were both kind of like, hey, I think we really have something here with like, not just starting a fitness brand, but doing it specifically around Jump Rope. And that was when, yeah, about seven years ago, that's when we launched Jump Rope Dudes and really got into uh, creating the
0: brand. I love it. And I mean, the last time I looked, you had well over a million followers on YouTube. I mean, when you started, did you expect it to be this much of a huge success?
1: no no we just wanted to like pay our bills we were we made uh yeah we we never like i mean you know it's something we saw other people doing that i think was a goal for us but when we started we weren't like we didn't have that in mind of like oh yeah we're gonna have this many subscribers or we just wanted to start a business that was helping people and that we felt good about and that was also like i said like we could we could live
0: yeah, that makes sense. How do you do that? Like, how do you turn it into an actual feasible business that does allow you to pay your bills?
1: I think the first thing you need to do, which like, I wish more people, I mean, people do talk talk about this, but like, I feel like there's a lot of people who just talk about dreaming, like, you know, start this business, it, it'll all work out. I think the first thing you need to ask yourself is like, how do people pay? Me? Like, what are they paying me for? Um, and so at the beginning with no traction on YouTube, we we weren't um like we weren't we didn't have this idea like oh money's just going to show up in our bank account we we knew that at the beginning it, for the first year and a half the only way that we were making money was coaching people so we were making youtube videos during that whole time but because our subscriber count was so low um we didn't make any money from youtube we weren't selling any products and so what we sold was monthly coaching where we were like hey we're just going to work with people as individual essentially personal trainers and create this jump rope programming. And that is how we're going to get enough money to then take it to the next level where we can put more money and time into the production of our videos and hopefully start to grow different revenue streams within the business.
0: That's really interesting, actually. Uh, And, you know, were there any major surprises for you along the way?
1: Uh, Oh, Oh, man. So many. Still every day. (laughs) No, no, it's, but it's, it's, it's a really cool journey, you know, and it's always like, I'm super grateful to be here just because of what I've learned through doing all this. And I would say like the one big surprise initially was that I think it was just the amount of work that it actually takes to grow like a community or a following and have people like care about what you're doing. Um, not that we thought it was going to happen faster, but We definitely were in a place where like, I think we had made a hundred or a little bit more than a hundred videos and just no one, like no one cared, like no one really watched them. So not so much a surprise, but a surprise to us financially of like, oh man, like this is like, we're, we're kind of just spending money. We're not really, we're not really making money. And that was like, it was the first, you know, time that I was like, man, business is hard. Like, this, this is difficult.
0: Did Jim Brandon sit there and go, "Actually, we're on to something here"? When you hit a certain amount of followers, or was it about financial income? At what point did you think, "Okay, we're not just bleeding money here"? You know, we're we're, we're actually on to something. How did you keep that kind of mental stability, and what was your kind of gauge of success?
1: I wish I had a good answer for that. To be honest, I think we one was fear. We were like, I was I straight up used to work for a corporate software company, so I had a very stable life and income. And when I left that company, like, to be honest, I was like, Oh, I don't have a a paycheck anymore. I don't have any of these benefits. And, and we couldn't even afford to start our business in the U S we had to move to a country where we could afford to start a business. So for me it was like one, it was fear and just the need to be like, Oh man, like I don't have any other choice. I have to make, I have to see this through. Um, Two, I do think that we had a little bit of, and I would recommend this to anyone listening who is an entrepreneur or, or not even an entrepreneur, just someone thinking about their own self-confidence and their life and things they want to accomplish. Um, we just had this kind of blind faith where one thing I really appreciate, Brandon and myself, is I think some people might look at an opportunity like this at the, when we were at the beginning and, and overanalyze it and be like, oh, this isn't going to work. I I don't know, like, are people interested in this? Like, I think you can stop yourself in that way. And one thing I appreciate a lot about my partnership with Brandon is we both have always just been like blind faith, like, hey, this is going to work. We're going to make this work. Like, when we were struggling, I still remember, like, we've had a lot of really difficult times, conversations, but there was never a day where we were like, let's give up. Like, we were just like, hey, if we keep doing this, something will happen. Like we, we know that if we just stay the course, whether it's one year, three years, seven years, we will get to a place where we, where, where this can work. Um, and we didn't have any like good data to support that. It was just like, I, I don't know. I think we just it. trusted each other. Yeah. We just, we just wanted to do it.
0: That's very cool. And actually, you know, as, as you're talking about kind of that mental, Uh, strength I guess that leads me on quite nicely to kind of talking on about uh, health and mental fitness as well as physical fitness uh, which is obviously something that's really close to yours and Brandon's hearts because you know that's kind of where you started when you were doing your podcast and you were you know really delving into the depths of the connection between physical health uh, and mental well-being what were you kind of finding out about people and about yourselves during that period?
1: Oh, that's a good question um One, I was finding out about, well, I think other people were helping to teach me about myself in the sense that like a lot of people were coming to us with questions about how to get fit or like how to achieve some kind of feeling in their life. And I, the honest answer was like, Hey, you need, and our, our, our like tagline for the business, are our. phrase is do the thing and we came up with that because we kept saying that to people like we didn't we didn't plan on that we just kind of like like we would coach people and they'd be like but how do I get here and we were like I mean we've taught you all the basics like you know everything it's just a matter of you deciding to do it and so I think what that helped to to show me is like hey practice what you're preaching to these people like if you're struggling in business like do stuff." like make it happen. There's like, no one is coming to hold your hand or save you. And I think that is like an applicable life lesson in anything. And so I think through coaching people on them struggling with fitness, that kind of helped to teach myself about my own insecurities or limiting beliefs around, you know, things where I was being lazy or like didn't think something was possible. Um, It helped me to just be like, hey, you need to this is all on you and you need to do this
0: yeah and you have to want to do it and i think that's that's the great message that you guys share so well is you know bite sized chunks do it at your pace but you know we're here to kind of support you and you have to want to do it yourself and how do you kind of I mean perhaps not when you're doing the wider video stuff but when you're having like one-to-one uh conversations with people that follow you or people you've coached in the past how do you encourage a better mindset of not just taking up a fad you know doing it for a couple of weeks seeing a few results and then chopping it all up and then giving up and then you know mentally you stop I mean Gosh, we've all done it. We've all done it over the years. We've all picked up a an exercise routine that we've liked, we've lost a bit of weight, we've got to our target and then we've gone to McDonald's and got fat again. You know, it's very easy to kind of let that go. Yeah. How do you encourage your followers to to stick to it and make it part of life as opposed to just a fad? Well,
1: the first thing would be don't sensationalize it. Like I feel like people go in and out of this roller coaster of like I'm super jacked on on getting fit and then and then When they don't meet their expectation of the hype, they fall off and then they go the opposite direction of like, oh, this is like, I might as well not even try. And they like, they go too far the other way and just like totally neglect it versus we take the approach of small habit creation, like literally to the point of like, in a lot of our videos, we discuss with people, if you have a lot of weight to lose. You shouldn't be trying to go to the gym for two hours or do an hour long jump rope workout. You should be going on a five minute walk every day. Like, you need to be able to prove to yourself that you are able to do small activities or habits and do them consistently. If you are someone coming from like no activity and then you tell yourself, you know, it's the whole New Year's resolution thing, people like treat themselves terribly, and then January comes, they're like, oh, I'm not drinking. I'm not eating McDonald's, I'm not and like that that to me has just always set people up for failure versus doing small things that you can control, like walking every single day. um I usually drink three sodas so I'm gonna start drinking one soda every day, like whatever it may be um I encourage people to not make it such a big deal, and don't another thing too is like don't i and some people have differing opinions on this. Some people say when you're going to do something big, you should tell all your friends and family so that they can hold you accountable. I'm the exact opposite. Like stop talking about what you're going to do. Just do it and let people see the result of it. And I think that's like another big thing we tell people, like if you really want to get fit or like lose some weight or change, you know, whatever aspect of your life it may be, start doing small things and just keep it to yourself. Like just keep proving to yourself that you can show up every day and do these many things. And then eventually that becomes part of your lifestyle, becomes part of who you are. And then you can kind of increase those from there. But I don't believe in there's any kind of like, you can't rely on motivation to do anything because one day you're going to feel motivated, the next day you're not. So
0: So you got to be I realistic say, about it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Sorry. That was a long-winded answer, but I would say don't sensationalize this, this weight loss process of like, I'm going to totally change everything about myself in a week. Just like be realistic with who you are and what you are really able to accomplish.
0: Honestly, that wasn't a really long answer. That resonates with me hugely. And I think it will with a lot of people that are listening to this because... You know, we all put so much pressure on ourselves and and I'm one I'm exactly the same. If I go to the gym once, I'm on a roll then and I'm pumped and I'll keep going and I'll stick to it. And then if I miss one session, I can feel my motivation just drain, then I'm like, oh, I didn't do it yesterday, so actually I can't be bothered. You know, I it's it's a really difficult psychological Uh, position to be in when you're trying to make such a significant change to your life physically but like, like you perfectly said earlier it's the mental element of it as well you've got to be in the game with your head as well as your body as well I mean when you're getting feedback from people and you're seeing I mean I've seen some amazing stories shared on your channel you know people before and after they send you videos and photos I mean how does that make you guys feel when you see the impact you're physically having on people's lives?
1: Oh, my God. I mean, I cry. Like, I just cried this morning. If you go to our Instagram and, like, click on our stories, I'm, Mm -hmm. like, crying, (laughs) watching a video because, (laughs) no, it just, I mean, yeah, it makes my, it it totally has changed my whole life. Like, being able to show up, like, we did a meetup in London a while ago, and when someone comes up to me and says, like, hey, I lost all this weight and, like, changed my life, there's really no other, there's really no other job I ever want to have. You know, like I feel, I, I just feel like, yeah, I, I feel this is my purpose in life. Like this is what I'm best at. This is what, so like getting that feedback and hearing that from other people is just like better than any amount of, of money or, or anything, you know, recognition, any of that. It's just like the little, the little times when someone will come up to me and just be like, Hey, just to let you know, man. Like, I watched your your videos and I lost 20 pounds and I feel really good. Like, that totally just when I'm in the weeds of our business and like uh, managing things and emailing and all that stuff. When someone says that to me or we hear a story, it just it like makes my whole. Life.
0: Well, I have to say this uh, all came from our CEO, Tom Eyre, who is uh, obsessed with you guys. Like, he was like, you've got to have heard of Jump Rope Dudes. You've got to get on this. And he's, you know, he's a, he's a really fit guy himself. But how do you come up with new ideas? Like, how do you keep your content fresh? I mean, in my head, you've got a whole bunch of people working with you, uh, coming up with ideas. Or is it just the two of you literally sitting there brainstorming all the time and trying things out, seeing what works? How does it work behind the scenes?
1: It's really just the two of us. Um, I do wanna I do wanna send a shout out though to Crossrope, our our partners who that's like the jump rope company we're associated with. Uh the the two guys the the founder and the chief of marketing over there, we also do interact with them a lot to come up with topics with videos. So I don't wanna say it's hundred percent us. We do have some like guidance and those guys are amazing at at helping us out too and just we have a great partnership with them. But the day to day YouTube Um, content is just me and Brandon. We meet every single Monday and we just are like, okay, we kind of go through a series of like different kinds of videos we make. So for example, we like to make a workout at least once a month. So every couple of weeks it's like, okay, what workout are we going to do this month? And then it's like, what content is close to Brandon that you feel really strongly that you want to make a video on that you think is really going to impact the viewers. That's another type of video. But some of those videos might not get as many views, but we like to make them because they're. it shows the community like, hey, this is like a real story from my life, even if the title and the thumbnail isn't like super sexy and grabbing a lot of attention. And then we do have those other, I guess you'd call them like sexier videos that we're like that we, we're trying to get as much juice to the video as possible so that we can get more exposure to our channel so it might be like answering a list of questions or um just some kind of jump rope educational content that that uh, that we think a lot of people
0: and i was going to ask you actually at the end for a beginner you know somebody like me who is incredibly unfit embarrassingly unfit actually Uh, and i am now literally about to purchase my first jump rope because i'm going to get onto this i'm getting married in may so i'm going to get fit uh, and this is how i'm going to do it thanks to tom um what kind of ropes do you buy and i mean obviously you're now going to tell me cross rope but there are like so many different weights and it's much more complicated than i originally thought what would you advise to somebody that's just starting out
1: well first i would say stop saying that you're terrible at being fit or you're not because that's just a a thing that you keep telling yourself that honestly like no one is or is not like you know an ass if you're if you're an athlete it's like made up in your head you know what i mean there's no like okay okay so that's just me putting the coaching hat on and saying no katie like just get out just do it just do the thing (laughs) um but like don't yeah and don't you know make yourself feel bad about it but like um honestly a beginner should not okay so here's my thing if you are like just getting into jumping rope i wouldn't recommend buying a cross rope because they are pretty expensive um okay now the reason like that we promote cross rope is specifically we personally think that it is the best fitness rope that exists on the market right now okay um But because of the price point, if you're just getting into skipping, we always tell people, like, get a $5 jump rope. Just get a $5 jump rope from Amazon or from, you know, your local sporting goods store and just start watching our videos and learning how to skip. And then if you really like it, um, Crossrope does have some really good beginner ropes. Like, the Get Lean Set is, it's great for beginners because it's heavier, so the feedback on the rope actually helps you to feel the rope moving around. but it's also like that's the main set that I use to do all kinds of crazy workouts just because it's really muscle intensive and difficult to spin really fast. Um, but yeah, I would always preface beforehand. If you've never jumped rope before, just get a keep a cheap jump rope and figure out if you like it. And then from there, like basically jump rope with that rope until it breaks. And okay. then my recommendation would be start looking at some higher quality Ropes doesn't even need to be a cross rope, but particularly ropes that have like a steel cable with a vinyl outside, um, something that's going to last you a lot.
0: Okay, got it. I'm going to do some more research now, but uh, thank you for that. That's very helpful on a personal level. And to anybody else out there that's actually feeling as pumped as I am, I literally want to not have my stew and dumplings and I want to start jumping tonight. Uh, it's a bit late <laughs> here in the UK, but I probably won't. But um, Aside from that, Dan, I mean, it's been so nice to speak to you, but we'd love to know what's next for Jump Rope Dudes. What's the future holding for you? Um,
1: I think uh, for us, it's really, man, I want to come up with, we're just continuing to expand. We, uh, I think the pandemic was difficult for us because sure. we're, we're just making content and Brandon and I are very much people who like to be in front of people. And like meeting them and we used to travel all over the world and do these meetups and like so for us it's just getting back to that where like it's not just an online community but it's a community of people that like get together and skip and really continue to show the world like hey jump rope is a really viable fun way to lose weight and and to become more athletic um which has always been our main mission helping people like Killing, killing the whole ob- obesity pandemic and at the same time, like, just showing people that, hey, jump rope on its own can be a great fitness and weight loss tool. Um, so that's kind of, like, the the higher vision. But I would say, like, short term in, t- in terms of, like, where we're going next, I think it's just a matter of getting more and more. Like, we, we have a YouTube channel, but then, like, getting more into certain products that we want to make or... You know, we've worked with a bunch of brands with products that we like, and we've gotten to the point where we're like, why don't we just create some of these ourselves? Because like, we want to do it better, and these are products that we actually believe in and stand behind. Um, so it's been it's been fun having that conversation of like, what 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 can we keep doing to not just be a media company, but like in a, a fitness product.
0: I love it. It's exciting. There's so much more to come. But honestly, Dan, thank you so much for today. It's been so good to speak to you and I'd love to keep in touch. Uh, And I'm going to watch you progress uh, over the years. And thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me on LockPod today.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, Katie. I appreciate it.